Yesterday, Governor Roy Cooper announced a stay-at-home order for the entire state, effective Monday at 5 p.m. But what does that mean for most North Carolinians? From WRL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus North Carolina news brief for Saturday, March 28, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. This week, counties throughout North Carolina, including Orange, Mecklenburg, and Wake, issued stay-at-home orders instructing people only to leave their homes when absolutely necessary. Then, on Friday, Governor Cooper announced a similar order for the entire state. With so many orders, some with seemingly conflicting rules, we thought we'd take a moment to explain what we know right now about this statewide order. Before we start, a caveat. This situation is evolving all the time, and although we do our best to ensure the information we provide is as accurate as possible when these episodes go out, we don't know when you'll be listening. So for the specifics on any of these orders as they currently stand, I highly recommend going to WRL.com backslash coronavirus, where we keep a running list of updates and information you need to know. That in mind, earlier I talked to WRAL's Ashley Talley, host of the How to Commit Journalism podcast, about what's been going on with these stay-at-home announcements and what it means for people like you and me. Okay, so Ashley, the, the primary question that I'm hearing from everyone, what's on everyone's mind, is just, what does this mean for me? You know, we've we've been hearing all week about a shelter-in-place order that might come down, which we believe would be more extreme than just a stay-at-home order. Shelter-in-place usually comes from a, uh, a natural disaster and is telling people not to even leave their homes. Stay-at-home order, not quite that severe, but there's a lot of confusion out there. So base level, what does this mean for most people in North Carolina? You're going to be able to shop at your grocery store. You're going to be able to take out meals. They're not closing local restaurants totally. Uh, you know, you can still go get takeout or have delivery. Um, hospitals, government agencies, financial institutions. So banks are not going to close. Um, let's say you have a pet sitter. They can still come over. You know, you can go still go care for a family member. You know, maybe you, you babysit your granddaughter or something. So we're sort of in the middle right now um, where plumbers, electricians, exterminators, all of those, those are still allowed. So I think we're in sort of a middle ground right now where everyone's trying to be really careful. And if we keep trying to be careful, hopefully we won't get to that next level that's, you know, more unknown and, and more restrictive. And that raises another question about this is we've seen various uh, cap levels on gatherings. Originally, we were at, um, you know, no gatherings larger than 100 people. Then it was 50. This new order makes it uh, 10 statewide, no gatherings of uh, uh, groups larger than 10 people. But what do we know about how that's going to be enforced? Seems like a difficult thing to enforce, but they the governor did say that this was, you know, a legally binding order. So what does enforcement look like with all this? I did just hear uh, recently the Wake County Sheriff talk about what they can do. And um, what what he said is that, you know, if you are disobeying one of these, you know, rules that are within the stay at home proclamation that you can be cited. So it would be like if you litter, you get a, a, a citation for littering sort of thing. Um, and then he pointed out, he's like, and you would get a court date which would probably be delayed, you know, so it's a, it's a, how they're going to enforce justice. Um, they have a plan. I think how it plays out is yet to be seen. And hopefully people are not having parties and, you know, doing stuff that's going to go against these rules. 
So as we've talked about, this whole situation is evolving all the time. I mean, even as we're talking, things are changing, makes it a difficult story to cover. It's hard to keep up with at times. So for folks who are listening who may want more on all of this, what what do you recommend they do? Where should they go? It really is changing all the time. And I think that WRAL and news stations in general really have their finger on the pulse of it because you would not believe how many calls we get of people saying, I can't log into the unemployment website. Why can't my salon open? Um, And so we are hearing those questions in real time and we're responding to them. So I think going to a media outlet that you trust, that you know is on top of things, is the best way to get information. And that's not to say that the municipalities and government don't have great resources too, but I will say that we are responding directly to what people are asking. So, um, for example, we've had tons of questions about the stimulus and, well, do I qualify if I'm on disability? Do I qualify if I'm retired? And so we created a, a Q&A, um, you know, with most frequently asked questions to try to get some of those answered. So I think, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I think going to WREL.com and watching the news truly is the best way to stay up on it. Um, another thing that we get a lot of questions about is why are your number of positive tests. Like we keep, we keep our own count. Why is that different from the States? Well, we're doing them when we get them officially from the counties. And for whatever reason, there's a lag with the state. So we have the most up-to-date, you know, numbers and information sometimes even before the state does, because they're only doing it once a day. You know, they come out and do one press conference most afternoons and we're, you know, giving, putting out information 24 seven. If you want to hear more from Ashley about what WREL is doing to keep you informed about the pandemic, check out her podcast, How to Commit Journalism. It's available right now at WREL.com backslash podcasts. This has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Saturday, March 28th, 2020. If you like the show, please consider giving us a rating and a review on your favorite app. And subscribe so you don't miss our latest episodes, released every day before 5 p.m. Thanks for listening.